Welcome back to the No Holds Barred Network with another episode of Under the Ropes. I guess it's the road to 100 because today's episode 97. I'm your host as always, the EVP Giggles, the heartbreak chick, the queen of the indies, Tiffany. And actually, I'm really excited about this interview because I've been wanting to do this interview for a while. And I just like been caught up between my move and everything. But welcome on, Abs. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on. Uh, yeah. Appreciate it. I love I'm very flattered. <laughs> Yay. I'm so excited. So like I said, it's been an interview that I've been wanting to do for a while. So I'm glad that uh, we made this possible. So yay. Um, guys, if you're new to the Under the Rope series here, I interview everything independent wrestling, whether it's wrestlers, promoters, referees, ring announcers, anything behind the scene of independent wrestling, I got you covered. Uh, if you guys have questions for Abs, I'm sure he'll be more than happy to answer anything, so drop them in the chat. Like, subscribe, share, do all that fun stuff for me, and yeah. So... We're gonna we're gonna get this party started. I mean, it's a hot day, so I hope you're in some nice air conditioning. <laughs> it's too hot. I don't like it. Are you sweating over there with all those abs? Oh yeah, that's how you get more abs. They're sweating. <laughs> it's I would I have my AC on there, but it's like, I fear it might be too. It's very loud. Oh. I will. You're good. We don't hear it. I always worry about that too. That even in like my background, that everybody hears my air conditioning. <laughs> so, but <laughs> all that fun stuff. Sit here and suffer in in, in a heat. Yeah, well, I rather be doing a podcast than being outside sweating my butt off. But maybe I should right. because then maybe I'll get some abs too. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's funny. Like I say this, and I was thinking about this like a while ago. How like when I first saw you. Uh, I got to shout out the other Tiffany because I think I saw uh, that was the first time I saw Tiffany as well was in New York City before the pandemic. I went to extreme serious wrestling. Uh, so that was the first time that I've ever been to that promotion. And I had a lot of fun. And people had told me they're like, oh, you got to go to this promotion. It's not what you expect it to be. <laughs> so they were like, just keep an open mind. And I was like, OK. Yeah. So, and I saw you, and you were pretty much on, like, commentary going on over there. So, I'd love oh, to... Oh, you were at that one. Yeah. I was technically not even booked on the show, but I just showed up. Yeah. So, I want to talk about Extreme Serious Wrestling and, like, how you got involved and, like, what it means to you and some of your favorite memories over there. Oh. Okay, yeah. Um, Extremely Serious Wrestling. I did something... Is part was was part of uh, the People's Improv Theater, which is basically, an, well, it's a comedy a comedy club, and basically this the XSW was started by like sketch writers and improv comedians who love wrestling, so they just figured they would just start it up. I got involved because I was at a different one for Upright Citizens Brigade called Cage Match, doing comedy wrestling stuff. I did. I also I I did improv and sketch writing for UCB and the Pit, so I'm very familiar with both brands. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, they saw me. Uh, the UCB one was wrapping up, uh, ending, and I kind of like doing that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I thought I would check out XSW because I'd heard of them, and I went there and I'm like, oh my god, this is it was so fun. Like, literally the funniest and most fun environment I'd been a part of. Because you get, like, a mixture of wrestling fans, but also, like, comedy fans who probably right. don't even watch wrestling. Yeah. That's why you love it, because it's a nice eclectic mixture. And I got involved. Uh, I literally went up to the guy who runs it and uh, intended to introduce myself, but he got to me first. He knew who oh. I was first. Oh, wow. And then... He asked if I, and then he said, we'll keep in touch. Mm -hmm. He must have known I'm, I seriously wanted to be involved, and I did, and then the rest is history from there. Oh, wow. He put me with Sean from Michaels as his protege slash creation, mm -hmm. and the rest is history. Wow. I still love it. I still i am dying to be a part of it. They just did some taping stuff, which I'm very sad I missed, mm -hmm. but uh, I re really love to continue being a part of it because it's just so much fun. It was funny because uh, not that long ago, like a couple, maybe like a month ago, 
I don't know who it was, but somebody messaged me and they were like, were you at Extreme Series Wrestling? And I was like, yeah, it was like a while ago. I said, where did that come from? They were like, oh, um, oh God, I forgot who it was. They were saying that somebody brought it up and they were talking about a character. I apologize. I don't remember what it was, but I was like, they were like surprised that I was there. I was like, listen, I'm open to all independent wrestling. I was like, you have to have an open mind. Uh, yeah. Comedy wrestling isn't for everybody. I love it. I think it's a great thing. It gives you that yeah. quick change of pace of the serious wrestling, the high flying, the death match wrestling. Why not sit and laugh? Who doesn't? And especially me. Enjoy every aspect of wrestling. Yeah. And that's, so that's like one of the greatest things. So, but I was told, like I said, before the fact. That it was like, Tiff, it's not what you're used to. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And well, I had the best time. It's you, you. It's like the characters are so over the top and wacky and all that stuff. Like, <laughs> these, but these are all like experienced comedians. So they, they've, I tell them all the time. I give them so many props. Like they've mastered, they are like better than most wrestlers at the most difficult part of wrestling. And that's entertaining people. Yeah, That's the part of wrestling people, a good portion of wrestlers don't seem to come like you know don't seem to get a, ha a hold of not saying not to take anything away from, from anything else but like right these these people have nailed down like the like one of the most important parts of wrestling yeah definitely I... and they're better and like they're better than most of them i mean oh. they pride themselves on being a mixture of sketch comedy and wrestling yeah. but they bring in some legit people though they it makes it a legitimate independent promotion that have gotten stuff on iwtv yeah because they brought in some names. Yeah. It's it's fun. It was just different. Like I said, like dressing up as like a Christmas tree. I remember like a parrot, a golf ball head. Like oh, I. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually, um, I think I sent a gif because somehow it wind up onto Twitter. And I have like a whole bunch of, well, now I just upgraded my phone. So like, I don't have it, but I still have the photos, but I had like a bunch of videos that I took from that show and I love turning certain aspects into gifts and whoever's the on Twitter for the extreme series wrestler, they're like, I would love more gifts. So what it was like, I think it was over a month ago, I was sitting there making gifts out of that show. And they were like, yeah. Oh, we need more gifts of this. So shout out to the people who are fans you and, that do that. you and the other tiffany are, are keeping us on the radar as far as independent wrestling goes yeah like it's so you know every, when it comes to independent well in wrestling in general all right so i'm not just going to say independent wrestling because of course wrestling in general there's people that sit there who are fans who make gifts and make videos and post this on social to make you guys like still relevant and it's nice because i'll see clips of wrestlers like you let's say and maybe somebody else might not know who you are and then because of a gif or a little video makes me intrigued to learn more about you guys there you go so that's why everything is so important uh in wrestling and everybody's important when it comes to it so thank you you know like for that but what's exciting about like the, about xsw in the in the near future is especially at the, at the tapings i didn't make mm -hmm. a lot of them actually went and got legitimate wrestling training so i'm curious to now go see how that's oh. gonna gonna be like that's and they've all like developed characters of their own and it's, I'm, so i'm looking i'm excited to see how that goes oh that's gonna be fun yeah it was <laughs> funny because i think that was a little bit of my first thought when i sat and watched that show was it kind of gave me and again not knowing anything about it i all was like keep an open mind tiffany and my instant thought was like the starving artists of like new york city right like being yeah. you know like trying to get into like you know comedy or something that was just my instinct from it and like i could tell who was a wrestler and who wasn't a wrestler so, of course yeah so but it was fun it was definitely it definitely is uh like you said the mix you have your wrestling fans and you have your ones that are just there for comedy and i'm sure you have like some people that turned around and became a fan of wrestling because of it oh i'm sure yeah i mean i wouldn't know for sure but like yeah i'm definitely counting on it yeah it's, it's a good thing um, so since we brought that up, because that was like the first thing I kind of really wanted to start off this podcast was Extreme Serious Wrestling, because that's where I first saw you. But I'd love to uh, dive in because I always talk to everybody that comes on this podcast. But how did you become a professional wrestler? OK, um, 
I was a late starter with wrestling myself, though. I mean, I'm, I'm not the person that's going to tell you, oh, I watched it when I was, like, five or whatever. But, um, mm-hmm. I started watching it. I always respected it. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I never was going to go around and tell you that, oh, no, this shit's fake. This shit's fake. Nah, nah, nah. Right. Uh, uh, I started watching it in college mm-hmm. at, in my friend's dorm room. I just put on Monday Night Raw, and I watched it, and I'm like, all right, I can get into this. And then, like, just the, all the theater and play fighting and, and just the, all the... No, not play fighting, real fighting, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the theater and the, the combat aspects of it, just, like, that kind of... It stuck to me. And it's, it felt like, I want to do this. I've done this when I... I've done something similar to this as a kid. Mm-hmm. Why can't I do this? this? This looks like fun. And I, then when I got out of college, I decided, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually... Give it a shot. So I Googled uh, places in New York, and of course I stuck with. I found um, Johnny Rods, and that's where I wound up mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, New York, at Gleason's Gym. Oh wow, that's awesome. And this, that was in two, 2014. I started. Okay, okay, been around. Uh, okay, I see you yeah, all, guys. I'm still in... very new to the indie stuff, though. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's cool, though. Uh, I see, I see you guys in the chat. Uh, Squid acts. Let me see those totally real apps. Oh, they're kind of. It's hot. It's a bit hot and sweaty out, so uh, they're they're a little bit. Uh, they're cooling off a bit, but I can show you the outer layer right here. <laughs> Look at those abs. I'm so jealous, man. Well, this you can get on Pro Wrestling Tees. I forgot to mention, but I also have a Pro Wrestling Tees store, but like. I'm trying to focus on water maneuver. Yeah, yeah. So that's okay. So, but I have his uh, link in the description below for you guys if you want to support. If you want to get abs like me, there you yeah, go. Yeah, get those abs, man. Like, I need some abs. Like, ser- there's some serious abs in the business. Like, it's hot I out, so they're all they're they're, they're, they're currently uh, shedding a new pair right now because <laughs> it's so hot out. So I can't. If I showed them right now, it's just going to be a hideous mess. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> they're, they're currently peeling and shedding. Ah, well, I'd love to know, like, where did you come up with the whole gimmick uh, with abs? Well, I was born with it. I've always had abs since the day I was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a family trait, genetic. It's so that's that's whatever. Mm-hmm. However, it doesn't exclude me from like not gaining weight or being, you know, having a bit of a gut. Uh, that's always been my thing, but uh, when I started out, I, I, I was going by my shoot name, wearing a singlet and all that stuff. Uh, tried to be a little different, a little bit more uh, gimmicky and funny, but like I just didn't know with what. Mm-hmm. I was still trying to find myself. It wasn't until I really like one point just decided in like two thousand mid two thousand eighteen, like I'm just gonna show them off to the world. There you and go. then. Uh, Further on, I just kept going on with it, and then when I came out here on the Indies in 2019, I just decided to, to like fully run with it, mm. and uh, I, I uh, created the Andrews Better Body System, and I ran with it as abs. Wow, love it, love it, love it, love it. I'm jealous that he's had abs since he's a baby. Like, I need some abs. I think I need to go to. They're totally the- real too. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go to gym with you or like Sam Laterna. Like shout out to her. Like what all those abs? Oh, I love Sam Laterna. <laughs> She's so great. I feel like I need to, you know, get on that. So or I just need to hire someone to smack food out of my hand. She'll like, interview you probably. Probably. She's great. Like I've chatted. She'll turn with your her. interview into her interview. <laughs> I gotta get her on. It'll be a fun interview. So maybe the <laughs> in the future guys will get her on. Um, so for for fans that never seen you before. In your opinion, what is the go-to match that they should go on right now and look up? Hmm. Well, I mean, there was the stuff in XSW where I did get to interact with Orange Cassidy, like, twice, but they weren't, like, full-blown matches. One of them, I was a manager in it, and the other was in, like, sort of a rumble situation. Mm -hmm. But they were fun nonetheless. Look up those moments, if you can, or on IWTV uh, for Extremely Serious Wrestling. But as far as matches go, right now I want to say my matches at Camp Leapfrog are all ones I'm very happy with. Mm-hmm. Uh, one particular was with Blank. I think that's one of my favorite matches mm-hmm. where it was a pumpkin patch death match. It was on the Halloween-themed episode of Camp Leapfrog. And um, we just he like hit me with some gourds and snatched my head with a pumpkin and he tried to throw a pumpkin at my abs but it split in half 
and that's where I won the Camp Leapfrog uh, participation trophy, which I think is the most prestigious award there. That's so cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm a participant. I love that about Camp Leapfrog that even like themes and stuff like Christmas or whatever, like holiday themes go on with Camp Leapfrog. Like shout out to Chris Lemon. Like it's just it's such a fun yeah. promotion. I mean, there's it's so many not, fun promotions out there. It's not even just camp, like just like holidays. Like we had like when we go back to 1985. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I love I love that. I love when promotions run like you said, like holidays, Ordo themes, like Roaring Twenties. I know Magic did Roaring Twenties. They, I was in that one. Yes. And like there was so, there's so many different uh, 90s theme, 80s. Theme. Like I love a good theme. Of course. Of it. And then I love what everybody gets involved and like even ring announcers or refs or whatever, they get in on the fun too, wearing clothes to match it as well. <laughs> so it's always a fun time. I, again, I love comedy wrestling. I love Arch Cassie. You brought that up. Like, how was that like being a manager? Oh, that was, it was fun. It was, I was with a guy called Sean from Michaels. Mm -hmm. He's not Sean Michaels. He's, <laughs> he's Sean, but he, he's Sean who works at the art supply store, Michaels. <laughs> He's an, the art break kid. He's an artist. Oh, I love that. <laughs> he, he, he works at Michael's. Yeah. That's great. That's great. I if love... everyone doesn't know, Michael's is like an art shop. That's so great. I art love... supply shop. Too funny. Too funny. Well, you brought up Camp Leapfrog. So I'm sure you have some favorite moments. I mean, it's a great promotion. Like, we got coming up. I know that they're going to the H2O building next month. Uh... So there's a lot coming Ooh. up, but yes. If there's one thing, actually, I, I'm sorry. Go, go for it. Um, outside of Camp Leapfrog, there is this one match I did that was a tremendous amount of fun. It's mm -hmm. for Heartstrong Wrestling Gumi mm -hmm. in Massachusetts, like a new up-and-coming promotion. Mm -hmm. It was their first match. Um, it was a six-man tag, a, a trios match, and I was, and it was like such a fun match. It was me, Denim Kovic, the Great Nuka versus, and the Great Nuka versus. Uh, Perry Von Vicious, Jimmy Limits, and Myung uh, J. Lee. Mm -hmm. And it was just it was just one of the, a really, really fun, wacky, like balls to the wall match, in my opinion. Because <laughs> it was just it was like all sorts of shit just went down. Like it was storytelling out the window, but it was so much fun. I love storytelling. Like that's I feel like that's such a big thing. And I feel like sometimes in some of wrestling nowadays, like it's missing that storytelling. And I'm just so big into that to tell that story especially in the rings so i appreciate that but yeah if anyone can ever find that one that one's a good one it's on youtube awesome awesome definitely go check that out I'll, I'll anyway go... camp leapfrog right <laughs> <laughs> yeah camp leapfrog like tell me like everything let's talk about it like what's been some of your favorite moments there um as i as i pointed out before mm -hmm. probably the match i had with plank that mm -hmm. was definitely one of my crowning achievements mm -hmm. um i got to participate in their christmas trios tournament mm -hmm. um that's kind of the first real uh, like alliance i had with abby jane mm -hmm. me and her were, were like the, the last two people who were not picked to be in a team mm -hmm. and we were desperately searching for a partner yet who uh, but who should pop up is none other than a very good professional wrestler yeah. comes to lead us and I always watched Chikara, like in Ben the past. I was a, I'm a big fan of Chikara. Yeah. I was like it was very special to me, and and, and I was very like starstruck and like in awe of mo yeah. that I got to team up with the uh, the former Dasher Hatfield. That's awesome. And like I'm like I'm that this is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, what he did during in the second match during the whole show was questionable and a very it was appalling. He left us in the dirt, but uh. Uh, yeah, it was still just an honor to be a part of it. Um, and it allowed me to work, like, some pretty, like, up-and-coming names around out there. Like, in the second round, I got to, uh, we, we were in the, we were against the uh, other team, which was Devontae's Travis Huckabee and Matt Mikowski. And I'm like, yeah. I would never figure I would be in the ring with any of those three guys, but here I am. Oh, and it was it was cool. I think that's one of my shining moments from Leapfrog. Probably Christmas trios. I love like the so many like upcoming talents that comes on with the Camp Leapfrog, which is which is great. Oh yeah. 
so so many Mount, Matt Mikowski is another one I gotta get on the podcast like he's great oh, it's, yeah. just, it's so he's funny so, how quick he like he's so good if he's like I'm, I'm shocked he's not signed yet yeah somewhere. yeah he's so quick and it's just like now he's like every I've seen like all over the place too it's it's, it's exactly nuts. it's it's really really nuts um so since we're talking about camp okay <laughs> did you go to camp as a child and do you have any camp stories for us <laughs> One, I think I, I didn't go to like a like a camp camp. It was like sort of a day camp type of thing where like your parents can come along or something like almost a campsite type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I just remember, I think one point uh, I couldn't find my parents at one point and these total strangers just totally came and comforted me. So that's like the only camp memory I really have. Other than that, I never really went to any day camp, any really camps or Aww. whatever. So this was a fun experience. I got to experience camp that I never did when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been great to like watch that even like during the pandemic. Like that had to oh, be yeah. that had to be hard too. Like for for you to even like do records without fans there. So it wasn't too difficult for me because all the other performers were total were there for total support. Right. Like they're it's such a nice community, good, com good brotherhood and sisterhood, mm -hmm. what, or whatever. Like it's just a good community. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they're there for each other. They're there to support. They're gonna cheer on the matches. They're gonna participate. Right. And I, just like I would for their matches. Anyone. You know, it, we're, it, everyone was there the, watching the show, and it felt like there was a crowd. I feel like kind of like AEW a little bit set the bar with a lot of that as well too when yeah, we had the totally. pandemic and then they had all the wrestlers in the crowd it really did set a tone um so at least we had that that was like a little bit of the crowd obviously it's a lot different with having full force fans in seats compared to uh, my whole thing is that yes you want you love the fans being there yeah. sure but I there's no problem with like empty arena I have no issue with empty arenas or mm -hmm. like you know, or the other, like, you know, just everyone, or like, limited crowd with just the other wrestlers, because, like, it takes some stress off, some sort of pressure and stress off you for the time being. Right, right. I, I, I still I, get some stage fright, in, in the, even in the ring around, like, crowds, but, like, like, just a little, not too much, but, mm -hmm. like, so, yeah, it was a good little relief for me. That's good. That's got to be scary. I, mean, I talked with Chad Spectacular last night. He was telling me he ring announces and he was saying like he gets some stage fright. I mean, I get nervous even doing sometimes some of these interviews with you guys, you know, so but for you guys who get up and perform into like a huge crowd, like kudos to you guys. Like I, I be so nervous. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> definitely. I'm glad that ring announcers is a whole other thing. Oh, though. I yeah. give, I props to all that, though. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, I'd be like messing up names. I'd be <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think I could ever do that. Props to all the ring announcers out there. That's why everybody's important when it comes to the wrestling. Everybody is important when it comes to the wrestling because everything that you guys do. Um, another place that we could talk about that uh, I love as well is Invictus. Invictus is like the new upcoming promotion as well. I'm sad that I I missed out. See, now wrestling's back, right? So now I yeah. have this problem of which promotion do I go to? Because I want to support everybody. It's, it's just impossible unless somebody makes me a clone machine so I can go to all the promotions. Of course. <laughs> so if you guys want to make a clone machine for me, let me know so I can come to every promotion that I want to support. But I love Invictus. We've had Alex on the podcast. We've chatted with him. Oh, yeah. um, he's, he's great. So let's talk about the Climb for Clout ladder match that you were in. <laughs> This was so much fun. Like I love ladder matches, and then you have. Like... I thoroughly enjoy that match a lot too. <laughs> I got some great shots of you, though. I remember I was like oh, taking a whole bunch of photos and videos, so I got a lot of photos and shots of you in the ring, and I was just cracking up with everything that was going on. Yeah, <laughs> Victus is great. So I love it. So I love that match. I was like, do you have like a favorite moment there? That um. I guess the Jason Andrews spot where he tried to one inch punch me. <laughs> yeah, that didn't go very well. <laughs> that did not go very well. And uh, getting, um, but then uh, later on, I got like suplexed by the Gabe Sky. So. Oh, man. 
if you guys haven't watched that, definitely go back and watch Invictus. And I definitely have to catch up on the show that just happened this past weekend. As I wasn't know. there, so I, I have yeah, to catch up. Yeah, I, like, I just gotta like, catch up because I love, I love Invictus. I have to... That's the problem. Oh, it's so great. It's, it's just great. so much wrestling and trying to keep up again. They book good people, too. They, like they, they have a very organized show. I give Alex a whole lot of props. He books yeah. good talent, and he... And he run and obviously on the day of the show there's stresses and all that stuff, but he not not much goes wrong at a lot of the Invictus shows and I give him props for that. He runs a very yeah. organized ish to an extent, I guess. Yeah. Uh like stuff. He he runs a very organized ship. It was nice because I kept like hearing uh I I'm really good friends with game Leroy and uh, he's been on the podcast a couple of times and he's champion over there and uh, between him and other people just hearing you know through grapevine they're like oh Invictus I'm going to be working for Invictus this that and I was like oh I was like I'm hearing really great things and they're like this is a new company uh, yeah. and I was like oh I was like okay like I'm all for it I was like let me go check this out so again like I said I have that problem now that it's like there's so many promotions out there where do I go? And you try to like support. Yeah. But it's definitely a promotion that I feel like fans should check out. If they can go, they should go. Um, For sure. I 100% yeah. uh, agree with that. Definitely go check out Invictus whenever you can. Yeah, I think I think their next show is coming up the 20... July 23rd. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The July like 23rd. Upstate New York. Yeah. So if you guys go to that, check that out. If not, uh, I think this is on their own... Um, High spots? Is it on high spots? I forget like the playbacks. I think this one. Uh, I don't know about their previous shows if they're gonna put this on there, but their last show was gonna be on IWTV, I think, at some yeah, point. That would be great. So I don't know if they're gonna if that means they're gonna upload their previous shows on there, but mm-hmm. if, if they do, yeah, yeah, check them out there. But also check them out on the High Spots Network. Definitely. Uh, Melissa's in the chat. She goes, "That was a fun match." The latter match, me and her were sitting there front row, having a good time. Her kid threw a spoon at somebody in the match. We, we, who was it? I forgot who. It was the funniest thing. She threw a spoon at him. <laughs> Which one? There's so many characters in that match. Oh my goodness! I was cracking. I forgot the name. Melissa, tell me. I forgot who it was, but I was just cracking up. She just threw a spoon because he was <laughs> on the floor in front of us. So, uh, don't, don't, uh, <laughs> don't come near us. I'm always in the dive section anyway, just in general at any show, but that's the best place to be. Um, so we have a fan tweet from Good Cop, Bad Cop. It said, with abs being an anagram of Babs, which is a New York, New York restaurant that serves European cuisine, what is your favorite European food? <laughs> you know, I saw this tweet, and like I obviously wanted to save the answer for here on the podcast, but I saw that, and yeah. I just... I was confused at first. I didn't know what the heck this was. Is this like a bot or something? But it's a legit question. It's a great question, though, nonetheless, though. So I did, I'm like, is this a real question? It's a great question. Yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> okay. Hey, favorite European food? Yeah. Uh, Would the generic answer be, like, Italian, I guess? Like, you know, the pasta and all that stuff but i'm not gonna say that i'm gonna go uh gyros i like myself some some greek food yum i okay now i'm hungry now we have to end the episode i'm actually (laughs) i'm actually gonna go there in the middle of august in august see see so good um, it was a good question (laughs) yeah well it's funny because he does this to everybody that comes on to this podcast just so you know so he does it with everybody but he found a good he found an interesting way to ask me with the whole (laughs) name he said the chat he goes i had to work really hard for that so few letters to work with (laughs) hey i'm a I dig it, man. I love it. I love, I love uh, the commitment. I love I love the questions that I get from him because it always stumps people and you never know what he's going to ask. So, thank you yeah, for that's that. That's not a hard question to answer. I love me some Greek food. Oh, no, but he just loves screwing everybody up with anagrams. So, it's oh, just, you never okay. know. You never know what's going to pop out of his mouth. So, I love it. Smart person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, what's the best piece of advice that you've been given? I've been given. Mm-hmm. Uh, best piece of advice I've been given. I guess it's the the, the generic. Uh, 
you know, mouth closed, ears ears open type of stuff. Like, just shut yeah. up and listen. I always find that works. Uh, don't be a dick. Just be a good person. Yeah. That's why that's some advice I've been given. Like, you know, don't mm-hmm. just don't be don't be a dick. Pretty much. And <laughs> eyes open, I, I, eyes open, ears open, mouth shut yeah. type of stuff. That seems to be like the main thing that a lot of people. No, come on. No, no, I can give you a whole bunch of bad advice I've been given. Oh, no. Okay. Well, since you brought it up, why? (laughs) Well, I've been told for me specifically is to uh, one one that most stuck out to me is someone told me I need to change my voice. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yes, because we could magically do that like the entire time. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. Wow. Okay. Some interesting advice out there. Okay. Um, do you have any pre-match rituals? Uh, nah, not really. I kind of just pace around like a madman. Oh. <laughs> at the at the at the last Invictus show though, mm-hmm. at the, what, the before the climb for clout ladder match, I was like hyped up on whatever. So I was like super duper hyperactive on mm-hmm. whatever it, it was. Like, uh, I was just kind of jumping around like like mouth like just talking to everybody and just like saying random stuff but and it and it, it translated into the match pretty well because I, I think that was one of my greatest that match was one of my best like just performances i've had yeah because it was just i was just going i was just like excited beyond belief so right i don't know i don't have many very many rituals um i mean i try to just compose myself for a little maybe do a brief meditation or something but Okay. That, I don't know. I, I get too caught up in the moment to have a ritual. Okay. Yeah, sometimes you never know. Then sometimes people look for, um, you know, some inspiration of what they should do before mm-hmm. uh, they they come out. So some people do push-ups. Some people... Yeah, I'll probably do a, a couple squats here and there. There you go. If I do a squat, I'm not getting up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But, um, so if we went into your gear bag, what would be in it besides your gear? My gear bag? Yeah. Uh, I have my ab roller. <laughs> I like that. Which is uh, something I'm, I'd use in a, as, in a hardcore match as a weapon. And, like, if I ever find myself in any hardcore and or death matches, I'm going to use that as my go-to weapon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I like that. Ooh, hardcore. Well, since you brought that up, is that... A type of match that you haven't been in well okay well let's put it like this what match that you haven't done yet would you like to be a part of like you've been in ladder match you've been in singles you know like so yeah is there okay yeah um, i w- i have nothing against like the hardcore deathmatch guys those their guys are great at what they do mm-hmm. but i would feel like just to prove I can do it, I would not mind doing like one or two in my whole career. I wouldn't mind doing at least one, maybe two. Ooh. I've done like a, a, a hardcore match at the la- at like the last leapfrog we did. It was against Big F and Vinny, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was like that was my first hardcore match where it was based and all that. But like, I'm just I, I wouldn't mind in in doing continuing to do it and all that stuff. Uh. Yeah, I would say that match, that kind of match. He wants to take a light tube. I'm uh, for it. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> it's 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 a it's something I wouldn't mind trying. And mm-hmm. I know like we, probably people are gonna be like, oh, he's not he, he, like a. Uh, I don't know. I probably would catch like some shit for that, but mm-hmm. like I I respect it. But I I, feel- I would just want to do it just to see I could do it. I feel like they should and do... And to prove them versatile. I mean, Leroy yeah. did a death match. Yeah, him and Casanova just, like, had one not yeah, that long ago. Yeah, I would love ago. it to be against Casanova, too. Yeah. Well, I, I watched Casanova. I, love, I like Casanova. Big fan of Casanova. I wouldn't mind it being him. Ooh, I'm for this. I love Casanova. He's great. Big fan. Had him on the podcast. Guys, check out that interview that I had with him way back. He's such a great guy. I feel like there's certain people that if you're going to do a death match with... You know, like Casanova's yeah. definitely one that you would want to do it with. But I want to go all in, yeah. Yeah, that. that was fun. I feel like you could have something like, I feel like something like this, like a comedy death match. It could match work. Like in my extremes. Abs, yeah. Stuff, like the abs could work. Like it could be a, it could, it could be a good, a good, uh, 
story being told there. Yeah. I feel like instead of a light tube, like, see, I'm envisioning this for extreme serious wrestling, right? And it could be like a holiday theme. And instead of a light tube, it could be like the pinata stick or something. And then when it cracks over your abs, like a, sh a shitload of candy comes flying out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, there's so much you can do with that. Right? Uh, that's right? funny. It could be a death match, air quote, air quote, right? But is that really a death well, match? I technically was part of a pumpkin patch death match. At right. It was the match of blank. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm all for this. Like, I feel like we could do a lot with it. So. Yeah. I'm definitely up for trying it. Yeah. You got to try everything at least once, right? At least, yeah. Like, but, like, hopefully people aren't going to, like, ride me and be all like, whoa, he just wants to do one. He just he thinks he can step into our world. Like, nah. Oh, uh, no, no. I've, I, there's a lot of wrestlers that just done one just to do yeah. it. You know, uh, did you, Anthony Gangone came on the podcast. He had one death match, and he did it with Matt Tremont, the mother of all freaking death match guys, right? And he came on the podcast, and we talked about this. And I was like, would you do another one? He was like, no. <laughs> like okay he was like that was horrible he was like yeah his hair got all caught up into the barbed wire and it's it's a lot like credit to you deathmatch guys and even the guys that i have on the oh, podcast yeah. and we Mad talk respect. about this you guys are nuts and i tell you this and i love you to pieces but you're nuts of course <laughs> of course <laughs> It's all good fun. I have mad respect for all of them. Yeah. The, the, yeah hey, what they put their bodies through, it's crazy. Um, good cop, bad cop in the chat says, has abs, uh, air quotation abs, been given BS from fans? Um, generally, the fans have been pretty supportive. I've always kind of like uh, with the, uh, been like in touch with the fans, but... There was one instance where it didn't happen to me. It mm -hmm. happened to my opponent. I was at the sanctuary in Pennsylvania, just did a little thing to record to have a match. Um, and I was the babyface. Someone in the crowd said, yelled to my opponent and called him the the um, the F A word. You know, yeah. Where I'm going. I'm not, yeah, I dare yeah. not even repeat it. Right. Like, like not fuck. I I know. Yeah. Other. Yeah. No, I gotcha. And my opponent just went like this, went nuts on him. And then after the match, I went up to him like, "Don't ever say that again, yeah. please." Like, and like I was like, "Yeah, that's the craziest thing I've heard it so far." But I've been lucky to have not have so far yet have any crazy interactions with fans. Okay, well that's good. That was going to actually be one of my questions because sometimes we get some really funny stories on the podcast about how yeah, sorry, their interactions with. No, no, you're no. It's good. You never, you never know. It's hit or miss. Sometimes we get some really crazy stories. Sometimes we get some really funny stories. You know, or sometimes yeah. nothing's actually happened, which is great. So, but I don't understand. Like, you know, I get it. Like, I I go to shows. And, you know, I'll be that fan and, like, I'll heckle the wrestlers, some of them, yeah. you know, I know, like, I love, you know, like, but there's you that say, line. You can call them whatever you want, just yeah. not a racial or a homophobic yeah, slur. Like, Don't I, ever put those out there. That just happened to me, like, recently at a show, and it was really disturbing. Like, the guy was obnoxious behind me. He got banned out of the promotion. And, Good. Which is great, but it's like, you know, this is what I don't understand. Like, why do you have to get to that point there's so many things you could it's either be you're taking it way too seriously yeah. or you just harbor those feelings yeah i don't it's i don't know wrestling's fun you guys give me an outlet to enjoy me doing these podcasts it's an outlet to enjoy and you know i, I just don't get it so but yeah good cop bad cop said yeah yep good he goes amen uh, it's 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 just crazy like it's too much bad we focus on the good around here so right. um, I'd love to hear if you have any good or funny road trip stories. Road trip stories. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One that was like this relatively like it, it was not even it's not even like a road trip. It's me just go driving across from Ridgefield Park over to the over across the George Washington Bridge. I I. Had, I had to drop someone off in Washington Heights. Mm -hmm. You think e relatively easy trip, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I got I got so I went in so many wrong directions. I had to go back across the bridge just to come back on again, and then get it right. <laughs> I had to pay like two tolls. Um, oh no! 
what okay, crazy road trip stories? It's just always been fun. Like I, um, I'm trying to think. Nobody's thrown pizza out a window. I mean, Jeff Cannibal nope. and Steve Scott told that story that I they drove, were I mean, what I up drove in three and a half hours, uh, <laughs> and then three and a half hours back uh, all the way to Delaware by myself. Mm-hmm. So. That's fun. Uh, oh, that's fun. <laughs> I feel you on those because I do that a lot with living here in New York and then driving to like the end of like Jersey. Is it like go to H2O or if you're going to Atlantic City or it's 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 rough driving by yourself. Yeah. I just enjoy the road trips in general because you just especially with other wrestlers, like you really just get to talk and yeah, just, you know, just shoot the shit with other wrestlers. And it's. The, the, the stories and the points of views and stuff is just so interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, is there a go-to snack when you're on the road to on these trips? Okay. I guess the, depending on what I'm doing as a diet or whatever, mm-hmm. um, it would probably be, I would just pick up like a, either a zero sugar soda or something mm-hmm. or, uh, and like a Reese's or something. Okay. Okay. Maybe some jerky. Get some jerky, <laughs> some seltzer. If I'm trying to be healthy, though, I'll probably just do seltzer, the soda, and like a, a protein bar, mm. like a Quest bar. Mm. Are you or a, a Quest cookie even? <laughs> Are you a Wawa guy or a Sheets guy? <laughs> you know, that's I stand very neutral on that. They both have their they both have their uh, have their positives and their not really negatives. They're both really good, honestly. Yeah. They both have have their own thing going. I've lately only been p- passing by Sheetz's lately mm-hmm. every time I go into Pennsylvania and all that. So lately it's been more Sheetz than Wawa. But mm-hmm. Sheetz does have good food. I'll tell you yeah. that. Yeah. Like their food's pretty good. And, yeah. And like, I like them both. Every time I go I'm, to the I'm little... not going to be – I refuse to be a part of the, the Wawa versus <laughs> Sheetz rivalry. I'm from a state where neither exists. I You're know. You're from a state where I neither know. exists. I know, I am. Why do you care? I know. I just like it's just so funny because I see wrestlers arguing all the time about it and like it's like a big thing. So exactly. yeah, and then Melissa just said as long as you're not a seven eleven coffee person. <laughs> oh no, I'm not a seven eleven coffee person. I go for seven eleven taquitos and get diarrhea. <laughs> <I'm done>. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even drink coffee. Every time that I go to Jersey, I have to get my hazelnut Wawa coffee. Like, I have to. It became, like, a staple for me. And it was funny because the other day, I was just telling this story to somebody. I'm like, we left H2O, and there's a Wawa up the block. And it was so hot, right? And I'm like, okay. I was like, I I, I need to have coffee because I have like a two and a half hour drive back to New York, right? Right. And I need this coffee because it's late, right? And I need to stay up, so I have to get a cup of coffee, right? But it's too hot. So, you know, like when you're punching in the machine, right? You could get your beverages, you could get food or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, I need something different because I'm not drinking a hot cup of coffee. So I buy this latte, this ice latte and it was mocha and i was like okay perfect i buy like the small one i think the 16 ounce i get a sandwich okay it asks you if you want whipped cream i'm like perfect right i get in the car i took three sips of it it was all ice i was so pissed off <laughs> like i was like are you serious right now like, i mean i can't really relate because i don't drink coffee but man that sucks I'm like, I have a two and a half hour drive. I was like, I should have bought buy an energy drink at that point. Uh, yeah, it was just bad. I was just like, I was so pissed. <laughs> I was like, I was so, and it was funny because I had to go get gas and the gas station over there wasn't open. So I had to go to another one. It was actually another Wawa. So <laughs> I left my friend in the car. I go, I'm just going to go get a damn soda. I was like, literally three sips. It was all ice. I'm like. My friend was like, you should have probably just asked for a cup of ice and just bought a cup of coffee. So, <laughs> is, that, is that iced coffee? You just pour hot coffee and ice? <laughs> pretty, well, it's supposed to sit. It's supposed to be cold. And hope it gets cold? Yeah, pretty much. That's pro- I was probably better off doing that than having this probably like $4, $5. It's just, it's just watery hot coffee at that point. <laughs> I think it's supposed to like sit. In, in the fridge, like, however well, they do it, but... If you're in a car, you don't have a fridge. 
<laughs> I was like, never again. I was like, I'm not doing this ever again. I was so pissed off. So there we go. There, <laughs> too much, too much. Um, what's some things you like to do when you're not wrestling? Uh, when I'm not wrestling, I'm currently in school for massage therapy right now. So mm. that's something I'm currently just doing right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you have any hobbies that like hobbies? you like to like, do? I try to I try to do some some comedy writing here and there, but like I've been on a bit of a writer's block lately. Uh, um, I don't just go hang out outside, take long walks, go to the gym, occasionally go to the gym. You know, fun stuff. That's good. That's good. Live life. Definitely day by day. That's it. Live life. I'm a, I'm a relatively boring person, Aww. very mundane, living a very mundane existence. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have any like goals set that you want to do in wrestling? Um, the obvious, as everyone will probably say, the obvious goal is to go to WWE when that, or just to get signed anywhere at that point. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool. I would love to get signed, uh, but I just want to wrestle for as long as I can. Wrestle good people. Meet uh, big. Wrestle as many well-known names as I can, travel internationally, travel as much as I can. And if I get signed, great. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, it's it's like I just want, want to enjoy what I do and have fun doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there some promotions you would love to work for, besides the mainstream? But I'm saying, like, indie promotion because there's a million independent promotions. I mean, you're the H2O person. I would, I'd like somewhere, yeah. I'd somewhere I've had my site set on, set on for whatever event they're holding there. Like, I've reached out to Stan Styles to be on his intergender stuff, but, uh... Alright, I gotta go heckle I mean, Stan. Huh? <laughs> I'm gonna go heckle Stan. Stan! Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, um... Beyond and Limitless are yeah. definitely places I'd love to end up. Yeah, I did one questions. thing for GCW as part of the uh, 24-hour thing. Yeah, Camp Leapfrog had a little spot on it, and it was a night. It was a Cibernetico match where it was an elimination tag. It was at nine in the morning on a Saturday in Philly. Yeah. So I mean, not to say I don't want to. I wouldn't want to work for GCW again. But for right now, that's on the that's a red that's checked off. Mm-hmm. Not to say I don't want to do it again. Of course, though. of course. I I hope that they do like another twenty four. I mean, that was hard. I I, mean, I passed oh, out I mean, for a little bit. I was trying to stay up. I passed out for a little tough, bit because I didn't sleep the night before or the or because I was afraid of because I had, I had to get like drop, leave really really early mm-hmm. and get to get there and I, I I was so worried if I was gonna fall asleep I was gonna oversleep. Right. Right. <laughs> so I like literally did not sleep. <laughs> that that is rough. Kudos to like the appreciation that we have for everybody that worked behind the scenes, like GoPro Wrestling. Who oh yeah. Filmed all that. Like we we had them on the podcast. We talked with them. Like to be up twenty four hours filming all this yeah, and wow. Like, like, on paper, it seems like this is crazy. This right. is this is like, and they made it work. And yes, it was crazy, but they made it work. Yeah. They did. They busted their asses. And again, for people who had crazy hour slots, like I was staying up for certain. I was like, I have to stay up for certain matches. I was like, yeah. I have to. I have to. I have to. And I was I trying so hard. At the building there, I saw the I saw the other Tiffany there, mm-hmm. our good friend, other yeah. Tiffany. Yes, she's and so she Went up to her. She like gave me a hug and all that. Like I can't believe we, you, I saw you at I see you at XSW in a comedy theater, and now here you are. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, right. It's crazy. I see her like a lot. Like it's so nice oh, when she's she. A fan. Oh, she is, and she's great. And I get to see her a lot, especially now. Like GCW has been running a lot in Atlantic City. She comes down for that, so I get to see her there. It's just she's she's just a blast. Like she's so fun. Like you're right. She is the super fan. Like she she really is. I kill to be able to travel to all these promotions. And you brought up Beyond, and you brought up Limitless. So these are two bucket list places that I'd love to witness in person. So this is on my bucket list. I was supposed to do that last year. That was on my bucket list last year. And then the pandemic hit. So I'm hoping now, like, we're starting, they're starting to, I know uh, Limitless is letting fans back in and then Beyond started Mm -hmm. letting fans back in. So I'd love to uh, get in there and, like, see it live in person. Like, it's it's great. Yeah, the whole New England scene is a place I would love to tackle. 
there are so many promotions on the New England. Like it's yeah. it's nuts. Like we've had John Alba on the podcast. We've talked about Limitless and how it's like up and coming. And like I mean, who doesn't love Beyond? But besides that, well, there's so many great places. Uh, hey, Chris Matthews in chat. He goes, so Abs, what's your go-to place to eat while you're on the road? Um, I guess geographically, it's either a Wawa or a Sheets. <laughs> it depends, but. I like to go to Taco Bell. Oh, yes. Yes. It's uh, Alex Zane. I still will always refer to him as Alex Zane's spot. And I love when I still see photos of him with the Taco Bell all the time. Oh, especially for me, like when since I'm sort of doing the keto diet now or mm-hmm. whatever, I'm doing like keto stuff. So okay. I can't, I'm not really having any carbs. Mm-hmm. They have some good Taco Bell has like some some good places, good options for me to have. So mm-hmm. oh, that's what's a place the, I don't mind going. What's the go to keto like on that? Oh, the Power Bowl. Just don't get any rice or beans. Mm. But go crazy with everything else. Yum. Okay. I'm hungry, so. (laughs) It's always, when I do a lot of these interviews, it always tends to go back to food. Always. Right. And Alex Zane was one, and we just kept talking about food the entire episode. Of course. I feel like most people's go-to on the road in wrestling would be a Taco Bell. Yeah. It's if easy they're not in an cheat. area that doesn't have a Wawa or a Sheets. And actually, it was funny. Mouse, the photographer, was on a couple of weeks ago. And we were talking about how he said that he was driving through Jersey at a lot of places. And it's true. A lot of places are closed early. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're from New York. So we're used to things being open to, like, way freaking late. Yeah. But even, like. Except like, during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Like, so even me going to Jersey, when we went to the first Atlantic City show in GCW a couple of months ago, it was so weird. Everything was closed, like, 10 o'clock. And we couldn't <laughs> find a bar. And we're like, now it's better now. Now, since we're opening back up. But that yeah. is, that's hard, though. When you're driving, you're hungry. And that's why I think all the wrestlers go to Wawa or Sheets or Quick mm-hmm. Check or whatever, because you can get all those snacks. Also, if, if none of them are open, you have to stop at a gas station and just get junk food. Yeah, and that that's hard, too, eating late after after the show and, and eating all that stuff, especially when you're trying to lose weight. But uh, So do, is there anybody on the bucket list that you haven't wrestled that's on the indie scene right now that you would love to wrestle? Uh, okay. Well, he's not technically on the indie scene, but I do want to actually have a legit like in a in a ring match with Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely a top top list. Um, okay, it's a strange one. It would be a good funny match, but uh, you know Kikutaru, right? Yes. I would love to wrestle him. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see I think I, we'd, we'd put up a yeah. be great storytelling. But it would also be hilarious. Oh, my goodness. I've seen him so many times, like, live at House of Glory. So, like, I could definitely, like, see you two. And, like, you never know even with Arch Cassidy, like you said, too, because you do see you some know. of those guys do come back down and go into the indie still. AEW does allow a lot of them. Like, look at Joey Janela. Joey Janela is, like... Right. Been wrestling, you know, GCW still. And, like, I see it all the time. My friend just showed me earlier Eddie Kingston's going to be at a show in, I want to say, Chicago? Or yeah. yeah. I don't remember where it was. He said it to be this morning, but you never know. Uh, yeah. Top of my list is Kikotaro. Okay. Okay. Uh, good Cop, Bad Cop said, shoot, don't ever go to England. Their opening hours are brutal short. Oh, damn. Dang, okay. Dude. So we're going to have to, like, pack stuff right. in... I wanted to go to England. Damn. Well, make sure you pack little snacks in the car pretty much. So, Uh, Yeah, when I drive all the way to England, right? (laughs) Drive across the Atlantic Ocean. There you go. (laughs) Well, I have one final question for you. But if you guys have any more questions in the chat, please drop them. Um, So I always like asking everybody this question because we do have fans that do want to get into the wrestling business. Um, so I was like, actually, to all inspiring and amateur wrestlers out there, what's a piece of advice that you would give them? Um, eyes and ears open, mouth shut. Just And also, same advice, like I guess I was given, just don't be a bad person. Help out anywhere you can. Uh, humble yourself. Don't ever think you're, if you're, especially if you're just starting out, like you can, you can eventually learn your worth, but don't ever feel like you deserve something more than, deserve a spot more than anyone who actually deserves it yeah uh definitely humble yourself in a lot of ways help out help set up the ring reach out to promoters don't expect promoters to reach out to you all that fun stuff 
Yeah. I'm still I'm still having difficulties with all that stuff, and it's still it's still I'm still struggling with a lot of things, but I try to. Uh, yeah, even me. I'm sorry. I just try to keep it going. It's funny you bring up like you know like help out with the ring and stuff. I see even vets doing it. Vets that have been in the business yeah. for like 20 years, what? like they're not like they showed a picture of Alex Cologne cleaning up at TOS. Uh, mm -hmm. They were like, here he is. He was like the only guy who was sweeping. As like, here's a guy who's been in the business for a long time, and he was still helping. Like, right. Everybody's important when it comes to exactly. wrestling. And it also, like, obviously know your worth, but also like, don't don't be a dick about it. Yeah, that's <laughs> don't try to like... think you're better than anybody because you're yeah. not in oh. this business. You're not better. No one's better than anybody. I think. I feel like I see that as well. Like, even though like I'm not in the business, and some people say like. There's a piece that I kind of am because I am sometimes I do backstage stuff and the podcast and I do see a lot that more than the average fan does. Um, of course. So, but I definitely like agree. I see it, you know, and I've learned so much just from the little opportunities that I've been given. Uh, so that's definitely in, in, very important. Everything that that you say. So thank you for that response. Um, so you, uh, if people want to find you. Tell everybody where they can find you and follow you. All right. Well, we got uh, my Instagram, which is not fake abs, um, all lowercase, so it's not hard to find. Uh, Twitter, I, it's at, at generic abs. Abs is all caps. Um, Facebook's too private. I don't want anyone finding me on Facebook. Uh, and then I have my What a Maneuver store. We'll go buy yourself a shirt, an only ad shirt, an Andrew's Better Body System shirt. Oh. Um, and then you can also go to my Pro Wrestling Tees and get these sweet, sweet abs. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. I love the shirts. I love it. I love the gimmick. Mm -hmm. I love everything. I can't wait to see you again live. Uh, oh, hopefully I get wait. to see you soon again. So hopefully uh, more sooner than later. Hopefully you'll crazy. be at H2O during the Camp Leap Frog live show. Yeah, I got to get tickets for that. So I still got to I still gotta get tickets. Woo! Guys, definitely go check it out. Yeah, I know. It's, it's so far. It'll be my first time stepping foot in the H2O. It's such a great uh, place. It's yeah. such a great, great place over there. I hope that uh, Stan gets you into one of the intergender shows because that'd be Here's fun hoping. as hell. Like, I'm going to go heckle him now because I love to heckle some of my friends. <laughs> I know. They love Here's me, hoping. though. Because that would be a great match. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm for it. It's funny because I think a bunch of, like, interviews I've done on this, they're like, I feel like this is something Stan would book. And they're like... <laughs> So you're not the only one that's come on this podcast and been like, I feel like Stan could book this and it would be really, I'm really not good. Trying to oh no, I know. <laughs> okay, I'll do it for you. No. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it for you. No. <laughs> it's all good fun. See, that's what we like to have fun around here. You do like to have fun. So but go support Abs, go give him a follow, go buy his merch, go check him out, go watch some great matches, some fun matches. So, oh, and check out my some. I, you could find me on IWTV. You could find all the extremely serious wrestling stuff, yeah. Camp Leapfrog stuff, yeah, uh, some pro wrestling magic stuff, some wrestlers lab stuff. Uh, hopefully, they'll get the old previous Invictus shows up on there too, and then you'll see me there for Invictus Pro Wrestling. Yeah, if not, check out the high spots. Yeah, uh, and definitely check out Camp Leapfrog. Invictus Pro Wrestling, and also Extremely Serious Wrestling, you will have a great time watching that. People will have a great time watching Extremely Serious Wrestling. Yeah. So, and, and uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see you soon. You said, uh, you told me that you have some stuff coming up. Some stuff's not announced yet. Uh, right. And then there's some tapings coming up, too. You of said, course, right? yes. So, definitely give him a follow. Follow him to see what's coming out and all that fun stuff so but thank you so much for joining us on this interview today it was a thank blast. you so much for having me this was a lot of fun absolutely guys thank you again make sure you like subscribe all that fun stuff stay safe have fun support independent wrestling and we will talk to you guys soon have a good one yeah,